This is Melendi Podcast with Mommy and Auntie Tay. Kirby, I heard that um, Issa Rae's Insecure sponsor us. Anyway, <laughs> and I was like, this song is dope as fuck. And then on top of that, it's like low key talking about smoking weed, and that's my old life. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> throwback to an old life. Mm-hmm. I'm Toy. I'm Tay, and we're Malenzi, the podcast. The po- <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's Tuesday, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god. No, it's Monday. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my god. <sighs> so yeah, normally we record on Tuesdays, but recording on Monday instead because plans tomorrow. Woo! In the house though. Woo! She got an anniversary. <laughs> anniversary <laughs> his grandmother called um sometime last week or the week before and was like you know it ain't right <laughs> you know it ain't right y'all you gotta you up. gotta do the right thing baby y'all shacking up <sighs> mm. shacking man look I'm like, y'all want to pay for the wedding? Because we trying to get married off the beach in Charleston. So, I mean, if y'all going to flip the bill, we can go ahead and get this thing started and planned. But if not... Crickets. We got some other things we got to do first. No one's responding to that. Okay. No one's going to be... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No one's going to be like, it could be me. Technically, it's supposed to be the bride's family, but... Why the fuck is that a thing? We know that shit ain't gonna happen. So let's I just, just wanna know on. why the hell that's the thing. Why is it the bride's family pays for the wedding? I don't know. It's, it's ah, always, fuck that. It's, it's always it's always been the case. As far as like a bride price dowry, it's kind of the same concept. It's a bride price. Yes, it's still a thing. I know that's fucking gross. <sighs> so how much you think you worth? <laughs> Curious. A meal. I'm just playing. Um. <laughs> I guess let's put a dollar sign to your entire human human body, human being, personality, brain. Mm, let's see. Well, I can't have any more kids, so that brings it down a lot. Uh, Some niggas don't want kids. That's true. Kevin don't want any. Um, oh, okay, cool. Just curious. Can't think of shit, can you? No. Oh, I can't. I can't. Talking about a fucking bride price. It's a thing still. 
I know my friend's Indian, and she was telling me about that, and I was like, "How much? I, how much you go for?" <laughs> and she was like, "It's not like that, <laughs> but it is." <laughs> but it is. I mean, I I got a friend who you know they did the traditional thing, and his family went to her family, and they exchanged the gifts or whatever. They give like a li- I think they gave like a list of like what they wanted and money. It wasn't just money. Hmm. And I don't think it was a lot of money. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but it was like different gifts, like certain clothing. Because each thing represents something different within that culture. So. Money talk all languages. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it, the symbolism. Like they wanted certain items because they represented certain things or whatever. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just to give us $50,000 or whatever. Like it wasn't that. <laughs> you ready to tell me how you been? Ooh, child. Okay. Look at you. Bet you ain't know that I be checking you out when you be putting your heels on. I swear your body's so perfect, baby. How you work it, baby? Yeah. All right. I'll go first. So. Went to Charlotte this weekend. Well, this past weekend. Um, it was alright. I was um ready to go as soon as I got there. Um, wow. <laughs> it's just it's just our whole family that's up there. Nothing too crazy. Well, okay. <laughs> I just wish I could have came Friday. Everybody was already at the house. I could have just saw everybody and then like, all right, y'all, like. That is fucked up. <laughs> I just don't like being in Charlotte like that. So, um, so me and Daddy ended up going to the Walmart. He was like, "Let's go to Walmart," and I was thinking we were going to the smaller one on Albemarle Road. Oh, uh-huh. and we went to the huge near that one. nigga house. My old nigga house. <laughs> oh, I'm like, who? What are you talking about? <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but we ended up going to the one at University, and I just was very overwhelmed. And I. Oh, it's not appropriate. That's a love song. <laughs> I was just very overwhelmed. <laughs> I kept feeling like I was gonna run into people I didn't want to see, and because you know everybody is always at that Walmart. Everybody is a cashier there. <laughs> everybody I went to high school with is a fucking cashier at that Walmart. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just felt like at any given time I was gonna run into somebody I didn't want to see, and it was just gonna be like, uh, like. <sighs> But, um, but yeah, mommy started my locks. That's so nice. I know, yeah, my baby locks. And they cute. They're longer than my than second the first set. one. That was my second set. So this is your third time locking your hair? The first time I took them out super early before they even like fully locked because, um, the church told me that it was basically like a spirit and a demon for me to have locks. The devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I took the, I combed them out, and it, but half of them were locked, and it like damaged my hair really bad. Of and, course. And I was like, well, I'ma still try to keep my hair, and that's when like for like a year I was only wearing like weaves and braids and stuff to try to grow it out, and then I was just like, fuck it, I'm cutting all my hair off. Like I was just over it. And they yeah, were also you look damn good. They were also mad about that because they didn't feel like it was very feminine. 
for me to have my hair cut. Let me not call this church out. But fuck that- just know it's fuck y'all. I left shortly after that. It didn't. It wasn't much longer. You're that. gonna marry this man. I was like him. Uh, oh no. What is that nigga even? Who even cares? I don't even know where that nigga is now. Probably like, a cashier at Walmart. <laughs> like everybody, the fuck out. Oh my god, I can't. Listen, and I said what I said. I don't care. <laughs> So, yeah, that was cool. We got back. Um, we ended up leaving late because Kelvin forgot some papers. And then I went to get my car detailed. Got it done at the corner at that um, Plaza Milton at that. Oh, where everybody where everybody in our family go. Yeah. Literally Basically, everyone. yeah, to get their car fixed. Mm-hmm. The, um, the bull was up there detailing the cars. And I recognized the van. I was like. <laughs> I was like, how much y'all charge? He's like, inside and outside. I was like, both. Both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, 40. I was like, okay, bad. I was like, you take cash. He didn't take um, cash up. I decided to go family dollar to get cash. Don't nobody take cash up. Scamming ass. I take cash up. The scammer's not just in Atlanta. They migrate. I cashed <laughs> that money out immediately. Right into my account. <laughs> too bad. Too late. Yep. Too late. I do that too. But, um. I don't care if it was $5. Listen. Immediately, it's too late. Ain't no reverses. But um, so yeah, he was like forty. Got a detail. So he came back to the car. He's like, "Whoo, you got kids?" Oh shit! Mm-hmm. The back seat was looking a hot. Oh, I need to see it. Hot. It looks so good. Oh, Big Papa looked like a whole new car. Mm-hmm. Okay. See what I was Big like, Papa's I do. About. I was like, technically one, but you know, two, cause Riley. Yep. Ooh. He's like, I can tell that back seat, boy. I was like, I know. I'm sorry. Did he get that like <laughs> random red shit off the car? Off the seat? He couldn't get it all. It's gum. Oh shit, it's a wrap. Yeah, I'm gonna have to like really scrub it or whatever. It needs to be shampooed too. But I wanted to um to get it cleaned out because you don't be transporting the kids and stuff. Yeah. So it's gonna be your job. Yeah, I gotta keep it clean, so <laughs> For other kids to come fuck it up. Yes. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what to do. Yeah. I mean, I'll be able to um to write off the expenses for um having to get the car cleaned on my taxes at least. So, mm-hmm. like as an expense or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. How are you? How has everything been? Um. Good. I ain't seen my therapist in like two weeks. Uh, I'm low key going crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Um, someone stole my bank account information and just took all my little monies. Um, I wasn't. At least even you are getting to... it back because it could just be you know, SOL. Yeah. yeah. That's the one thing I will say about the banks is you can get the money back. If you got cash and somebody rob you, it's just gone. Yeah, sorry. Like, yeah, it's just a wrap. At least with the bank, you can call and be like, hey, I don't know what happened. They can give it back. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I tried to dispute a couple more charges, but anyway. <laughs> didn't exactly get that done. <laughs> I can't. Anyway. But, um, I've been, honestly, I've been doing pretty good. My depression is like really trying to fuck with me really trying to fuck with me and i'm really trying to just be like have you been journaling yes okay i've been journaling like a motherfucker and i've been writing in the positivity notebook thing okay yes uh it works for like five minutes and then my brain's like don't you remember 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm sad again. Oh my god! But it was nice. I spent my weekend with my uh, my little friend. <laughs> it was really fun and just nice. I like him. Anyway, um, my fish, my daughter, she's thriving. Yay. She, she likes here. her pineapple house. She does. She loves this pineapple house and a little plant. And there's like the, it was supposed to be a, a SpongeBob house, but the top of it like broke off when he was giving it to me. And she just swims through it. She's just like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> and she's just thriving and she's colorful and she's cute. Aww. And she listens to my like manic rants. <laughs> oh my god Woo. so are you gonna get more are you gonna add another fish to it nope. or are you just gonna leave her yep. cause if I add more fish I want her to have more space and then she don't always vibe with fish she killed strawberry yeah I was gonna say that she, she killed like three fish Be simply, and now she has a tank to herself she's out here thriving she's looking good she's like don't <laughs> add another motherfucker in here <laughs> right she was mad as hell when it was I'm like kill him immediately it was like I had my five gallon tank and that was like after Brett killed my fish, bitch. <clears throat> anyway. And she would this enough it's it's a gallon for every fish that you have. Oh. And she was just like, fuck it and just attacking oh my, my other fish. And it just hurt my feelings. <laughs> but you know, I'm good. I'm good. I miss my family. I really miss my mom. Really want a mom hug right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's not the same getting a mom hug from like random moms at your job because it's not the same. Right. You're not my mom. Yeah. Yeah. You just have a daughter that's my age. So you're like, oh, you're sad. And I'm not a hugger either. So it's like, oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Uh, well, we're both be getting a break from Nate for a few weeks. Oh, I'm so hyped. He's still in Charlotte. When I tell you he can fuck up a room. He like you when you was younger. What's your name, Taz? Yes. Yep. Daddy made sure to let Kelvin know that mm-hmm. when they were talking. When they were talking Friday. See, that's all I don't want. So Daddy was like, "Oh, he gave you money. You ain't even his woman. You need to keep him. I want to meet him." And I was just like, "Oh, he finna. Daddy finna tell all the tea on me. And I'm just not ready for for him to know." Oh man, <laughs> Daddy was like, "Cause Rail um came in a pick." Came to pick Kelvin up, and we we after they left, and we were going to Walmart. He was like, "So all KJ, all KJ friends, big too. They all just some big niggas." I'm like, "Oh my god, Daddy is listen, Daddy's a jaded. Daddy is the messiest nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. He's so shady. (sighs) Remember, didn't I tell you I was dating Andre? Fuck it, I was dating Andre, and um, (laughs) met him. Daddy was like." Why do you keep dating ugly boys? <laughs> <laughs> and I was right there. <laughs> oh my god! He looks so embarrassed. He looks so embarrassed. Daddy's an asshole. Why would he do that? It was hilarious. And then me and him broke up. But he like came to Nanny's party thing, and Daddy had the picture. He was like, "See, he should have never been in the fucking picture. His ugly ass messed up the picture." Oh my god. <laughs> He did not. He wasn't ugly. Yes, he was. I don't don't even remember. I don't even think I remember what he looked like. He was ugly and he was a cheater. And. Oh, was that the one who went off the college? He was like, oh, I was like, who is this bitch you get bad? He was like, oh, it's a dyke. 
What's she doing in your bag? What does that have to do with anything? And did you not know you added me to your little close friends thing on Snapchat? I just watched you fuck her. I'm sending him screenshots, all this shit. And he oh, just like, okay, so it he ain't was, what he it was, looked like. He was the one who I was like, mm, homecoming. Yep, didn't even make it in. Didn't even make it to that. I hope his dick fall off. Oh my, okay, Taylor. I hope he goes swimming in a lake in one of those fish. <laughs> that latches onto his dick. That burrow into into the literal hole. Get in there. Yep. Oh my God. Fuck his whole shit up. Okay. And she was ugly. She was fucking ugly. You aren't, know they, aren't they always? Always. At least when I cheated, I cheated up. Okay. Tiana, <laughs> shut the f- <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> I can't. But that's not who I am anymore. Oh my god. Let's just get into our topics. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh! Ah, the ghetto! The ghetto. The ghetto. Alright. What is going on in the world of hot topics? So, Carrie Hilson done dropped some new music. She dropped some or she's about to? She done dropped some. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to mm-hmm. go, and go back. Go on Spotify. It's called Nominate. Anyway. <laughs> and she out here doing Afro beats. Honestly, I kind of feel like everyone is just like out here doing Afro beats now. Cause it's like, That's the wave. That's the wave. Yeah. 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 But um, she features on Stoneboy's Nominate and Loki Murders the Afro Beat Vibe. So does everybody who does it. Because <laughs> they always work with someone who's like, yes, I'm Nigerian. You know, so like... I mean... <sighs> I guess rightfully so, because then you're just kind of straight up hijacking some shit that... You're white peopling us. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're being a Karen. Yeah, you're like literally appropriating the sound, and it's like, okay, you can at least have like someone who knows that culture producing it or something or whatever. I'm just glad she finally got whoever the whole tip nigga she was fucking with. Woo! She got off that nigga dick, because... Ooh, his God rock. God Rod. <laughs> oh my God. It's God Rod. Because the black man's dick is the rod of God. It is a. Oh my God. Anywho. Because I was annoyed. Okay, I was annoyed a couple of months ago because Carrie Wilson's like a really good writer. Like, she's really dope. Yeah, she's like all a dope ass female. Period. And then, like, after all this Woman. time, you finally go viral on Twitter and it's because you're talking about 5G cause coronavirus. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking First of about? All, everybody was on that. Everybody was like, 5G. <laughs> Every, no, it's every, in the phones. Everyone wasn't on it. Only, like, those who were like, the YouTube hoteps and shit like that were on it. She was the one who like had everyone talking about it. That's and funny. it's like, girl, why? So, okay. Outside looking in, she seems like the type that um can be not easily influenced, but um It wouldn't take much to sway her. Yeah, with whoever she's dating. So like she literally paused on music for almost a decade because she was dating some guy and he basically wanted her to like be a stay at home, whatever, and this and that. Oh, and it's like, baby, no. And didn't even marry her and they broke up and all of that. And then as soon as 
they broke up all of a sudden she was like i'm about to make some new music like why couldn't you make music while y'all were still together like dick changes people yeah and so does but also dick changes people and also when you're in a relationship with someone that is mostly your focus so, not like the relationship but being happy with it, that person. it depends on the person's personality like a lot of um aries men i've i've dealt with have very like dominant personalities like if you're not on what i'm on then it don't matter so it's like whatever hobbies you got need to turn into my hobbies because such <laughs> this a weird is what I'm thing. doing over here. Yeah, so it's like I can do, I can just see her being with very like dominant men and kind of coming under the fold of whatever it is they're doing because I've ended up in those situations too. So and she actually spoke about that. She said I've actually been ready to release some new music for a good minute now but as you know this is music is the business she tells us it was his penis um Ah! i definitely learned like anything else in my life that it's a lot harder to get out of things than it is to get in them but i'm in a good place now and that allows me to start and to start new things and release things which basically means he gone i got my studio okay <laughs> and we out this here. nigga ain't in my ear complaining when yes. you gonna make my plate and shit i get to just write and do what i need to do <laughs> that was a really big thing for me is making a nigga's plate why because i'm not that woman i'm really not like i'm Honestly, you know what I thought? do it sometimes. I know I do. Acts of service. But anyway, he gonna laugh at that. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I, honestly, when I thought of me growing up, I thought of me growing up, marrying a woman, having a child, she's not working, I'm a doctor. Okay. I'm providing. Yeah. I never saw myself as You making my plate. Right. I never saw myself as like, you want broccoli, babe? Like, I'm not. I just Me. never saw that. Me. You want a beer, too, or a water? I hate it. Anyway. <laughs> I do. I just... Ooh. Sometimes it rubbed me the wrong way, because it's just like, he playing the game. Make his ass get up. But you just like, hey, babe. I made you something. <laughs> it's like, oh, shut up. I just love him. Anywho. So much. Okay, yeah, so then she said, (laughs) she was speaking about Afrobeats, and she said, I think it reflects my life really well. Sometimes my life is jamming, and sometimes it's not. At times I'm in love, and other times I love to embrace my own solitude. Ooh, period, sis. Claim your time and space. Anyway, there are times I feel confident, and moments I feel defeated. I've seen the world, and I've stayed my ass at home. Okay. This time around, you'll get a lot more of me Message. in raw form. Period. <laughs> Message. Kemp. Anyway. <laughs> but she's making new music. It's Afrobeatsy. And apparently she really likes it and she's happy and she's comfortable in it. That's really cool considering she has to come out. out with shit. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check it out. That's crazy to just not come out with nothing for like that long of a time. But anyway, bitch, Adele. <laughs> Let's talk about this here. So people are saying, so this picture came out and it was like her album cover and she was all shaved headed and just like, I'm a bad bitch. I did a black man. Oh my God. <laughs> I date a was black that? man. What was his name? I don't fucking know. Some random like. 
Grit, rapper, or something. Skrillex. Rap- Skrillex. What? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my yeah. god. That's hilarious. But they're trying to say that it was all a wig and that sis got a lace front. And honestly, if it is a lace front, that's a bomb ass lace front. Was it a lace front or was it someone doing like Photoshop or something? Or Honestly, I have no idea. And this doesn't specify. <laughs> I don't think we're going to know until Adele finally comes out on stage. I thought she looked good as hell with the cut. Yes. And low key, I thought she cut it. Because remember last time we talked about it, we were talking about the divorce settlement shit. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, she probably really going through a lot. So she said, fuck this whole thing. The music fuck shall the, be. Fuck the energy. Oh I'm finna get rid of my, I'm finna new energy, cutting my hair. And I was like, bitch. I feel you. I will cry with you, sis. We okay? will. We will. Yes, we will. I, too. Yes. I, too, cut my hair. Bitch, I dyed I my hair. I dyed my hair red. I was in a phase, bitch. Oh, my God. I was literally advertising, you are never getting this back. I, too, <laughs> cut my hair. Well, yes. I had to cut it. But anyway, I, too, cut my I hair. I, too, cut my hair off because of some bum-ass, bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> it was over between us. It's over with me and the locks. Her. When I saw that picture, I was like, that album finna be flames. Top-notch. <laughs> yes. Oh, my we God. We will cry. Okay? We will. I think the counselor says she's been to send all of us to therapy. Already there. Yes, okay? first of all, Had my Saturday. me and my therapist need to talk because I miss her so much. Hey, Miss Amani. <laughs> I was been a rough week. So, oh my God. <laughs> my men get on my nerves. So I told them, I was like, I'm going to be on, I'm going to have therapy. It's at 12. It'll be through the phone. So I'm in the car, you know, parked in front of the house. <laughs> As soon as I get no, as soon as I get on the phone to start therapy, everybody start leaving the house. But but King and Nate still outside. So I'm like babysitting them and in therapy at the same time. Why the fuck? That is that's our family. So Daddy was already gone. Mommy left and was like, I'm just going Home Depot real quick. We went to like three stores, of course. And then Charnel went wherever she went. You know she always. She'll leave in a minute. So wherever she went, be gone for three days. No, oh my leave God. You one day's okay. Worth of clothing. Okay. Okay. Shut up. Uh, I love her. <laughs> but I was like, okay, yeah, I definitely told everybody yesterday. Mm-hmm. Leading up to, everyone decides when I'm in therapy that they're gonna leave. Cool. 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 All right. Okay. I'm not even gonna have my therapy session there. I'm just wait. Well, it was supposed to be Friday, but then um, she was like, oh, we're overbooked. Can you do Saturday? I was like, well, we'll be on the phone anyway. So yeah, it's not small. I was like, that's fine. It should be cool. Like, you know, it was not cool. Whole family left jazz. That's us, though. We were, ooh, Adele just so fucking beautiful. I know. And I don't say that. You know, I, this is going to come off as a very hmm, prejudice. Okay, let's not, let's, let's not say it then. How about just this? Oh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> how about just this I don't I don't exact. I've never really found a white woman attractive and then Adele just came out of nowhere like hey I'm not racist I'm nice wholesome and I'm thick like and I'm thick Adele just, just popped out the woodwork see them British ones them British it's the Brits the Brits Mm-hmm. it's them tea drinkers I'm also waiting on Nail album to come out. 
I she hope was, you find She tweeted way. the other day. She was like, I don't know what to release first. What to drop first, this baby or the album. And everybody was like, make them twins. Drop them <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> make them twins. She's so beautiful in her pregnancy. She's so fucking cute. Oh, I my know. gosh. I hope Saturn returned for her. I hope I'm, so, too. I hope that's the baby daddy. I remember I wanted Saturn to return. I'm so happy I'm not a dumb bitch anymore. Mine did. That's cute anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Uh, okay, let's get into the main topic. I hope you find your way. So this is the topic everyone's been waiting for. I'm not sure about that, but okay. <laughs> okay, Tayana. Fuck. Ooh, he sent me a song. I want to hear it. So... This episode is called, this episode, sorry, this article from bold.com, it's B-O-L-D-E, is why dating as a millennial is so screwed up, and it's like a whole list and shit. So we're going to go through the whole list, and we'll talk about like if we've done any of those things, or we think about it, all that good stuff. If I can get the damn... When You Just Can't Anymore by Andrea Wesley. Number one, we ghost as a way to end things. No, I've never done that. Have you ever ghosted? I've never done that. Yeah, no. Because I'm not a piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. I do like a trickle off effect, you know? So, okay. Okay, so I feel like, all right, let me read the little thing. And then while, if you're, if we're no longer interested in someone, we don't need to tell them. We simply stop responding. If someone did this to us in real life, it would be completely psychotic. But because it's over text or an instant message, we've somehow resigned ourselves to thinking it's okay. Newsflash is totally not. Even in the golden ages, the Dear John letter was left on the table in the foyer. But now we're lucky if you even get a typed string of characters saying, I'm sorry, it's not working. So, I've never ghosted in, like, a relationship. Okay, so, like, I've cut people off without warning, but, well, I can't even say it's without warning because I always kind of let you know you're getting on my nerves or this isn't working several times. Yep. And then if it's to the point where it's like you acting like you don't give a shit about the conversation that we've had, then I'm just like, all right, I'm done like answering the phone calls and the texts. And yeah, because it's not like I didn't tell you like we've had the conversation several times. So I don't consider that ghosting. I wouldn't consider that ghosting either because there's still moments that lead up to the rubber band breaking. There's still tension that leads up to that. Right, it's band not breaking. like everything's going great and then all of a sudden you'll hear from me. Like, nah. Yeah. No, I did <laughs> go someone. I did go someone. Oh, I am a piece of shit. Actually, no, because he was, because he would always be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And at one point, he was like, he was like, so I mean, would you want to move out and get an apartment? First of all, I've known you for two days. No. What? Second of all, yeah, he was fucking crazy. He yeah, wanted, I'm definitely about to block to your ass. So like, you fast. The most. Like, he wanted what? to move fast as fuck to go nowhere. We're going nowhere fast right now. 
what? Oh Honey, gosh. no. And so I just dropped his ass. And he actually, I think I, so I thought I had blocked him. I blocked another number. I don't know who number it was. Sorry. But he hit me up and I was like, who's this? And then he was like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ooh, child. Mm, Jesus. Oh my <laughs> Somebody God. come get him. Somebody come get him. Because I'm his feelings. So... I don't even know. This don't really count as ghosting, but I'll block a nigga, cut a nigga off if I find out, like, some bullshit going on. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. if I find out you got three kids and you told me you didn't have any, I'm just blocking your number. Why like, do I'm not just lie about their kids? Or whatever it is. Like, if uh. I find out you a liar, a scammer, or some shit like that, I'm just blocking you. Like, I'm not about to call you up like, I found out. Right. I think it's funny that like I'm not doing it. I just think it's so <laughs> funny how <laughs> you always text me at eleven thirty at night <laughs> talking about oh you fell God. asleep. <laughs> oh my okay. I found your baby mom. I got I, her address. <laughs> I can't do okay. I did ghost a nigga, but he still deserved it. Now that I'm like thinking about it. He threw off my pH. <sighs> Fuck him. Niggas, <laughs> niggas that throw off your pH, just just cancel them out, please. He threw off my pH, and then he kept wanting to, like, do shit I didn't want to do. But, you know, how I was just like, all right, I guess I'll compromise, whatever. No. So it's like, on top of that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't do that. On top of compromising and doing some shit I didn't even want to do, you throw off my pH on top of it, like, oh, bye, blocked. You know. Not dealing with you anymore, yep. like, whatever. Sorry. And it was just that anyway. Like, we were only, like... I hate when it's just that. We were that. only fucking, so it was like, well... I hate If we actually you... were building on something, I would have probably had the conversation like, hey, let's switch up the diet, let's whatever, trim our nails, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it would have been. First but... of all, you got to keep them nails cut. This ain't sushi, baby. You can't <laughs> slice and dice this up. Slice and oh, dice. no. But I hate when I get into a situation with a nigga and it's like okay, cool, this is what it is, and now we doing what it's suppo- what's supposed to be done, and now you're talking about, oh, I just don't like how you moving, because I'm moving like you move, because we both grimy in this bitch. Grimy! I don't understand. You, was out, you out here dogging. You Not- expecting me to just be at home loyal to, to, to this that you giving me? Number two. Ugh. We're hyper-focused Niggas on got sex. nothing but audacity. Sex is scarcely, is scarily, sorry, scarily available we can have it simply with the swipe of a finger. There's zero mm-hmm. effort made into getting to know someone for who they truly are unless we're willing to undress and show the most sacred parts of ourselves first. And most of the time, sex doesn't lead to a relationship. It leads to heartache, confusion, and another one-night stand with the next person. True. You gotta get under someone to get over them. I never no. understood that, though. That shit does not work. It hurts so much. Yeah. Ooh, that shit hurts so much. That emotionally, like, fucks you up. Yeah, yeah. I... This was... Okay. Yeah, the relationship I'm in now was the first one that, I, that I'm in where it was... It didn't start with sex. Literally, the last two relationships I've been in, major relationships, the marriage included, started with sex. And then, like, we tried to build on the other shit later. So I was I was really intentional about doing it the right way this time. So and we 
we waited to to do it. To do it. To do it. They're doing it. Doing it. <laughs> and doing it and doing it and doing it when Hey Dad. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, this is yeah, this is true. Especially with the, the date and apps and stuff. Yes. Honestly, I feel like so me and me and my best friend Wonderbread, you know, he a hoe. He be in these streets. He belongs to the streets. Anyway. <laughs> Every time I talk to him, he like, Oh yeah, and then it's this shorty and then it's that shorty. It's like, have you you haven't gotten over your ex, sir? <laughs> Can we let's journal. Let's journal. Let's talk, you know? Let's oh, let's color boy. in some coloring books and have a conversation. So number three <laughs> So number three is the best dating slash relationship advice um is on the web. And it's like oh sponsored. So it basically talks about um the who is it? Derek Jackson, he's one of um Steve Harvey with the oh. whole um what is it think like a man yeah. act like a woman act like a lady think act, like a man oh whatever yeah that yeah something like um that. nanny got me a book one time and it said if you want closure start with your legs and shit shit like that oh nanny oh nanny you know nanny think I'm a hoe um, oh. yeah well. And no situation is black and white, so it's just... She said, you don't know anything on my home. That's hilarious. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you're calling yourself a relationship expert. Where are your credentials? Like, you're not a, a, a family counselor, marriage counselor. You're just some nigga that works out, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I'm going to give women advice. Like, uh. I feel that. <laughs> but let's put it into... Like, okay, so... Mommy and daddy used to always tell me a broken clock is right twice a twice day. a day, okay? Twice. Now I've gotten some advice from some crazy people in my day, okay? <laughs> Trust me. I, I guess I'm talking about the monetization of it. Like you're not someone who like went to school and studied this or any of that. Like you're just some random person that decided, oh, I'm gonna like do these videos in my car one day. Understandably you know what I'm so. Yes. Yeah. That's like your plumber coming over and being like, This paint. It's like, bitch, fix the pipes. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know my accident. But at the same time, like I said, a broken clock is right twice a day. You never really know. You can decide to just brush off that advice and then later realize, like, oh, shit, that was right. I mean, some of the stuff is valid, but a lot of it is just, it just comes off as, like, And right. plus, someone who's had 15 failed marriages, I'm pretty sure they know how to have a good marriage. They just don't give a fuck. If you knew how to have a good marriage, you would have one. If you weren't a selfish prick, you would have one. <sighs> Boom. Oh, what's this? Um, you have to four, want to change for a person. We're in a competition of who can care the least. Showing actual emotions is heavily frowned upon. If we show our cards and act like we're interested, it leaves the person we're affectionate about turned off and running in the opposite direction. Instead of being flattered that we actually gave a crap about them, there's little gratitude for honest and help and happy emotions. <sighs> I felt that. Okay. Especially because um, with me being 21 and him being 29... When I started, when we first started talking, I was like, I don't know how to talk to him. <laughs> like, so I would just, <laughs> I would just avoid like emotional conversations and things until one day I was literally just like, listen, 
is you wasting my fucking time because I want you to be my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had an actual conversation and like, boom, bam, blip. He actually trying to be there for a nigga. <laughs> so, but it still felt awkward in the beginning because mm-hmm. most older, most older people, not even with me like dating them, but just in conversation, mm-hmm. keep it real light. We could have known each other for years. Keeping it real light. As if I don't know your baby father and all of this. Like, you know, real light. And it's awkward. Because it's like there's deeper things to talk about. But you yeah. want to talk about this when this is on the table. Stop dancing around the fire and jump in it. Right, right, yeah. I. So for me, it's not so much... I don't know if this is the millennial of me or not. But it's not so much... Um, that I don't want the person to to feel like I don't care about them or or vice versa. I just until recently I can't I always end up with the guys who want to do too much way too soon. Like there's a difference between you showing me that you care about me and you want to build on something and you being like, "Oh, we've been dating 6 months. Let's get married." Oh. Like We've been dating three months. Now I'm nothing in you. I want you to have my kid. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just be too much. Like, it just be too much too soon. Like, I feel like there's no balance. Either we in a situationship and I'm just fucking you and leaving or we we known each other for three months. Now we got to be together forever. Like, let's just relax. Like, I just want a real. Why do niggas do that? (laughs) I just want to know. I really want to know. If, uh, I just want a real healthy pace. Like, I have that yes. now, thank God, but just a healthy pace. Can like, our male followers and listeners answer this for me, please? How come call y'all... Call in. Leave us a voice message. Send us an email. Please. DM us on IG, Facebook. Because this is a genuine concern I have as a young woman, uh, you know, dating. Like, bruh. Uh, why do y'all feel the need to shoot the club up? I just met you. <laughs> I've known you for maybe, I don't know, a couple months. Because shit just feels so good. A couple months, like, and you just already ready to just be like, so, I mean, I know you want birth control. That don't fucking me. Yo, this nigga, not this nigga, but this nigga before, he asked me. He said, so, I mean, ain't you on birth control? I was like, yeah, why? He was like, so, I mean, do I got to wear the condom then? Yes. Bitch, Yes. Especially in Atlanta. I don't know where the fuck you been at. Yes, you better put your dick in a condom, a full turtleneck before you come over this way, baby. Hell fucking no. And then when they do shit like they nutting you, then it's like, oh my God, she need she need a plan B. Now I'm saying you don't got the money for it. Yes. Uh. Don't make me ask your mama for this fucking money. (laughs) Okay. Because, bitch, I know she got the $50. Oh, my God. Oh and I'm going to ask for 80 And I'm going to ask for 80 so I can get to. Anyway. Oh, my God. Next. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, I just, uh, like, I don't. And see, that's the thing. Like, I don't want the turtle pace. Like, I don't want you. I don't want to date a nigga for 10 years. And he's like, well, I ain't really. I don't really want to marry Cassidy. you. Cassidy. So, I'm just. Yeah. Cassidy. No, not 
has it? Cassie. Cassie. Or, um... What's her name? Who is it? Chrissy and Jim Jones or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to date you for 20 years. They had years. a whole show and they still weren't married. Oh, my God. I'm not, oh. trying, I'm not trying to be with you for a decade and she you still rash. don't know what you want to do and we ain't getting married. But I don't want to be with you for 10 months and then you're like, yeah. Like, okay, let's just... I just... What is it about some men that they just don't understand like a real healthy pace like they never really felt honestly i feel like it all comes back to men not being able to show their emotions growing up and always being told to toughen up and all this shit so then they finally do get older they meet a girl that they do like they don't know how to like deal with that shit how to handle that so now it's like well i guess i'm gonna marry this bitch known her for 24 minutes I fuck with her. She break down my weed. Okay, number five. <laughs> That's all it takes to land I in the nigga heart. Just know one trap song and break his weed down. You his wife. I can't. I, oh my god. I don't even date niggas that do any of that shit anymore. So I no. Anyway, we're too tri- um strategic. So hold on, strategic about our responses. So, responding right away comes across as desperate and too available. It's amazing how millennials view the luxury of having instant access to communication as something we need to treat as if we're still using carrier pigeons. Instant messaging is just that. It's instant, but we still withhold our response time to try and show just how busy, important, and unattached we are. What backwards and bullshit logic. This does really get on my nerves. Like, a lot. If you're not at work yeah. and I text you, why are you taking like three days to text back? Ooh, don't take like, more than what? honestly. Listen, if you take more than so, my best friend skating shit and he don't even he don't be on his phone. So I understand him texting me back for like another three hours. But if I know you ain't doing shit and we on quarantine right now, if you post the statuses fuck? and I text if you, if I see that green dot by your name on Instagram and I've sent you a text message, I have an attitude know it's coming know that it's here oh my god I don't like that shit and I'll be quick to screenshot it and then zoom in on the green dot and then send it to his ass cause bitch I see you oh my god so yeah that's that yeah it gets somebody especially if it's just something basic like hey what's blah 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 or what do you want to eat or whatever or what do you have why does it take you 24 business hours? I text back fast hours? as fuck if you ask me what I'm trying to eat. Like, what is, why is it taking you 24 to 48 business hours? Like, what the fuck? Just respond back to the text. You're not an LLC. Like, get the fuck out of here. It's just because we, we do everything off of our phones anyway. Like, I literally do yes. my job for my phone. Yes. So you saw the shit. And you just decided not to respond. Right. Like, ugh. And then so them be the same niggas that be like, so... Like, you on birth control. <laughs> you want to nut in me, but you can't respond to a text message. Fuck you. You want to nut in me. <laughs> you want to nut in me, but I can't be my emotional self with you. You don't even drink tea with me. I'm sorry. No. Emotionally unavailable on an extreme level. Yes. Oh, that's so annoying. Okay, six. We expect a perfection that doesn't exist. Social media and thousands of dating profiles shoved in our faces leads us to believe we're entitled a fairy tale life that doesn't truly exist. We write people off um, for a minor detail and quickly look for the next best thing. 
that we'll somehow also find flaws in. Nothing is ever good enough for millennials. We fail to realize that relationship or a balanced or a balanced bond and and that with the amazing things come imperfections as well. Do you feel like you're looking as a Gen Z you're like looking for perfection? Hell no. Cause I already know I already know everyone's flawed. Growing and also that has to do with me being in this family, being in our family. So I get okay. the relationships that I see there. I guess okay, it's a this is kind of related to the conversation um me and Kelvin had. We kind of joke about well, but it is anyway. How um people equate like oh our relationship isn't perfect with like shit that just shouldn't happen in a relationship period happening and you sticking through it anyway. And fuck that shit. I'm not you're not going to have a baby on me and we just going to work through it and we going to say that. Fuck out of here. No. No. Like, there's a difference between um, trials and tribulations that happen in, in a relationship because life just happens. Versus you falling into some pussy every six months. Versus <laughs> you going and doing something purposely to fuck up what we building. Yeah. That's not, no, like, no. I don't feel as If that means I'm chasing perfection, then fuck it. Like, I'm not about to deal with some unnecessary bullshit because you just out here doing whatever. Like, I'm not... No. Nah. Yeah. Honestly, that... Yeah, I I, I agree with you totally. Like... Because... I'm, we're not going to be sitting here having these serious conversations about what we want to do in the future where we see ourselves in 10 years, 5 years, fuck 15, whatever the fucking number, and you out yeah. here doing bullshit that you know could affect all of that and fuck up all of that. Right. No. Like, okay, so something that could naturally occur in a relationship that could be a challenge. Um, Your boy, husband, long-time partner, whatever. Significant, significant yeah, it was a significant other. Um, had a really good job. They were able to pay most of the bills, whatever, whatever. And something happens, they get laid off. So now you got to hold it down for a while until they get back on their feet. They can find somewhere else to be. That can be a challenge in a relationship, but you're supposed to hold that person down. Yeah. And y'all will work through it and they'll get back on their feet and all of that. If this nigga just went in there, showed his whole ass and got fired... Cause he was just on some bullshit or whatever. That's just some bullshit. Like I don't yeah. feel like. That's you get not, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, not that's not wanting a fairy tale. That's just wanting someone who respects and like cares about both of you when making decisions. Right. Like there's a yeah. difference between something. Someone gets sick. You know. They get a cancer or something, and you know they need help or whatever. Not they get HIV because they out here doing whatever and y'all no like there's just certain yeah. there's just levels to it like but there's a new medication that makes <laughs> go ahead medical assistant <laughs> you can live and have HIV AIDS full blown AIDS and you can still have a healthy lifestyle and you can pop up as undetected and you will be li- very very less likely to pass it on to your well that's partner. if you're HIV HIV yeah if you have yeah. full blown AIDS I'm sorry yeah um, so yeah, that was just yes. an, yeah, that was just an example. Use I gave, prep. Prep. <laughs> that was just an example I gave. Sponsor um, us. Sponsor. <laughs> Anyone, please. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I just feel like there's a difference between 
this is something that like this is a curveball that life itself has thrown at us versus yeah. this is something you purposely did versus this is the consequences you. of your actions. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not if that means I'm chasing perfection and fuck it, like I'm not. Really. And honestly, with me being 20, I know I'm not a millennial. But with me being 21, well, it's, you know it's a trickle down, so I know still. Yeah. If I don't like you, I'm going to drop you. That sounds bad. And at, at at my age right now, I don't have time for somebody that's going to make me feel like this or make me feel like that. Mm-mm. You're 21. Fuck that. Exactly. Yeah. The fuck I look like struggling with a nigga I'm not with. The fuck? Oh, my God. You must think I'm boo-boo the fool. Number seven. <laughs> Number seven. We're, we're overloaded with options. We don't believe we need to settle on anything because there's always someone better looking with a better family life, better hobbies or someone with a better bank account. We move from person to person. And even if we land on someone that makes us feel great and we can totally devote ourselves to in a relationship, we're never quite willing to give up this search. The never ending journey becomes more exhilarating than the actual process. of. Oh my God. So I was friends with somebody, you know who this person is. He, like, whole life got married to this, like, great girl. Like, on paper, she had, like, a bunch of accolades. She cooked. Like, she was a sweet girl. This nigga refused to get off the dating sites. It was just so weird to me. Like, what are you doing? And it wasn't like, we've been married 20 years. It's kind of boring yeah they were married for like 20 minutes right like the nigga never got off the side like he never even got off him it was just so weird to me like what was the purpose they want us to compromise all this shit but then they're not willing to do something as simple as deleting your tinder yeah it was just weird to me like why did you even get married to somebody who really wants to be married if you were still going to be, like, looking for whoever else out there, like, what? What that sounds like to me is there's always going to be a, someone with an extra inch, but are they going to, like, actually be there for you? Yeah. And it's like, are they real options? If you're just looking for ass, then, of course, there's other options. Niggas but, is always looking But for these ass. people aren't willing to, like, you know care about what your love language is and make sacrifices and compromises for the relationship. Like, these random people on the sites aren't, like, really willing to do that. So, but, you know, when you're thinking with your other head, I guess. Other lips, whatever. Women, too, I was going to say. That's going to say other lips, yeah. Number eight, we've become content with being alone. While we've been navigating the journey to find love, we, we've con- consistently committed our lives to ourselves and made them into something that's happy and rewarding without someone to love, which means it's that much harder to invite a relationship into our lives. We're fine on our own, so we won't leave our comfort zones for anyone. Sometimes we even find minor and trivial reasons not to because we're secretly happy with things just the way they are. Hmm partially agree because at the end of the day at least you know that your degree not gonna get up and walk about your life 
you know that that your yeah, accolades your certification is gonna be there your accolades <laughs> will be there what you've accomplished will be there whether he or she is there or not yeah so i mean i get it love's a gamble we can decide to get up and go whenever she feels like it yeah so. if there's no space for her she will get up and go yeah for sure so but in the same token it's like let me get my thoughts together well I, okay i'll say this um i don't not everyone gets the happily ever after and i don't want the people that you know don't get the happily ever after to feel like that's they have something, nothing they have they nothing that. or that's something that they failed at in life or whatever like i don't think there's anything wrong with um, with having happiness outside of a relationship. You don't ever want to... You don't want to go into the dating world as like a wounded animal. Because you then want, you're just going to attract wolves. You don't want your entire happiness to be surrounded about a relationship because that shit will fuck you all the way up. That's how it was with me, a six-year nigga. Whenever we would have an argument, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to anybody else. He's not, he, he's not. We're not cool right now. He mad at me. I'm mad at the world. And that shit fucked me up in so many different senses. I remember daddy was literally like, what the fuck are you doing? Because I, I was in my room and I was so mad. I was just sitting on my bed and I was rocking and daddy opened the door because my bed was on like the, the wood floor so it was just like aggressively uh, rolling on the floor and daddy was like, what the fuck are you doing in here? And then I was like, we just had an argument and he was like, y'all have an argument every day. Oh my God. <laughs> While he was right. <laughs> I was right. I have feelings. <laughs> oh my god! It just makes you a bitter person. Mm-mm. It's like when it's good is great. When like when when it's bad is horrible. Like yeah, that shit is is horrible. That ex- a, that extreme ooh. shit is. Mm-mm. Yeah, that extreme. It's for the birds. Is, yeah. That shit is unhealthy. Period. It's, it's not great at all. Mm-mm. Number nine. We're always stuck in a gray area. Um, almost relationships and no strings attached sex are the millennial versions of commitment. We're left constantly wondering where relationships are headed, if anywhere, and plague ourselves wondering if we're wasting our time. No one is clear about their intentions. Some lie about their intentions entirely just to have their ego stroked for a while. And basically no one has a clue what the fuck is going on. Ego and penis. Okay. Ah, ego and penis stroke. <laughs> oh Just God. put that out there. Lay it on the table. Or clit. And clit. Flick your bean. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, oh my God. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah. Because that's how I felt in the beginning of me and, me and him talking. I was like, I don't want this to just become you trying to be a good friend of mine. Okay. I don't want you to be my good fucking friend, okay? Let's make this clear. <sighs> or, like, you tell them, okay, I don't want this to be, I want to be just cool, the no strings attached, whatever thing, and they feel like they can convince you to switch it up, and then you're like, nah, and then they try to act like they're brokenhearted about it. Like That right. comes back to us coming into this under the agreement of this, and now we both out, now you out here grimy, you see me out here being grimy, and you're like, oh no. I ain't finna stop. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck you mean. 
That's unless what... you decide to fully commit and be and use the terms girlfriend. Uh uh-uh. uh. Get on my So face. that's okay. So that's like literally what happened with the crazy cancer niggas. So we were like each other's kind of like fall back for years. Like, I was fucking with him for years. Like, every time I break up with a nigga, I'm calling him up. Like, uh-huh. like he was always single. Like, so, 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> he was always single, but he has his issues with, with women and stuff because of trauma with his mom and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, the niggas just went to therapy. Well, he also has, like, psychological issues. Like, when I say crazy cancer, I'm, I'm like, so serious. But, um... There's different sorts of therapy. Anywho, yeah, he he like during this time he was like getting admitted to mental health and shit like that. Like we're talking about like a whole different level. Um, but yeah, so like, and you were like penis. <laughs> like I just like crazy dick sometimes. You're ridiculous. But <laughs> it's like, oh, he's mentally unstable. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes. <laughs> oh my god. You ain't shit. Attack me! (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) so so it was literally just like I call you, we do whatever, we hang out to an extent, and then like that's it. So after I left, what's his face? He like suddenly wanted to be more than that, or at least that's like what he said. And, of course, I wasn't trying to do that shit at all. Not really, because I'm, like, still attached to this other person. Like, I'm not even... You know what I'm saying? Like, this was super fresh. I left in June. You talking about all this in August. Like, uh... The wound is bleeding still. Yeah, like... (laughs) The bullet hasn't been taken out. Like, it's still... I'm still in shock. Like, we're, you know... still in shock. Literally. On the brink of dying. But anyway... (laughs) Um... So, yeah, so I somewhat, like, okay, I guess, we'll see, whatever. And But he just started putting on too much pressure. And it was just like, like I said, why can't we do, like, the real timeline thing? Like, he was like, yeah, I might move to Atlanta. I mean, if I could possibly come and stay with you. What? I'm still legally married. What are you talking about? You finna come and live with me? What are you talking about? Like, it was just... <laughs> Niggas be delusional. <laughs> and, I mean, I don't know if he felt comfortable because we had known each other for years at that point. So, it's, I, I don't know if he felt like we're not strangers, quote-unquote, so it should be cool, but... I don't you know. You fucking like, with I a nigga in... because your relationship because your relationship ended versus you living with a nigga? No, that's a big step. Yeah. That's a big-ass step. And, and it's then, like... it's not like you was just fucking with a nigga. Like, you... This was something serious. Right, and I was willing to be like, cool, okay, let's see, maybe, whatever. Yeah, but don't keep applying this pressure to me. You yeah, know it, that it I'm was, not there. It was too much. And then when I finally, like, did decide, okay, I think I'm going I'm to be done with this situation because you're crazy and I'm over it. That's when, you know, he want to hack my fucking PayPal and he wants to, like, be emotionally manipulative and all right that. Right when the rent do. And it's like, mm, if I wanted to deal with all this, I could just go back to my husband. Like, I'm still married. But anyway, we don't feel accountable for the pain. Oh, that's number 10. We don't feel accountable for the pain we inflict onto others. When 
we've hurt someone's feelings. We don't feel even the slightest bit inclined to apologize or to make good on our wrongs. It's not our problem, it's theirs. A person's emotions, even if caused by something we did or said, is up to them to resolve. We feel entitled to walk around acting like complete losers with the expectation that the way it's received is the reflection of the person we dumped our stuff on and nothing to do with the fact that we were the cruel ones. That was deep. That was deep. Um... I think this is why everyone always says like, oh, Toy's just always so nice and all that. Like I'm, like, I'm always holding my tongue and holding back, you know, what I really want to say or how I really feel because I don't want to be that person that's like causing unnecessary harm, even if I am caused harm. You're, you're a very, you're very much so non-confrontational. Yeah. You're very much so. Unless confrontation is literally like, hey, bitch, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be the one that's like, that's not right. Like, you'll speak yeah, like, up I'm not for gonna, yourself. Yeah, I'm not gonna initiate. But yeah, you ain't gonna initiate yeah. no bullshit. Yeah. And then there's me. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna say it. I'm Listen, just... I'm gonna step. I'll be like, why can't she talk to anybody <laughs> like this? Like, oh my God. <laughs> I told this man he was below <laughs> household animals. Dogs are better than you. And I'm talking to you because you have a dog. Uh, now it's not like that. He's hey. a fat dog, too. He, mm, he's a chunky. Trying to look intimidating. I was like, okay, Patson, get the hell out I'm of like, here. I'm like, is he going to get the dog or not? Like, Kelvin was, was beyond aggravated because we were tired. And I was he wondering. Was away. I was just like, all right, bro. I was wondering when he was going to get up and, like, actually, instead of just being like, Hudson, get your dog. You hear him out here? He all around. And then he kept stepping closer and growl. I was like, all right. Honestly, I was like, you know. It's about to be a sad day. <laughs> so I was going to say, this, this whole thing that we done built is going to die if anything happens to Hudson. So, shit. And I saw you. you I was like, shit. If he, damn, this is a big decision I gotta make. <laughs> and I was closer to him than Kelvin was. If he would have like tried to nip at me, Kelvin would have stomped his ass out. Honestly, it would have been a sad day. It would have been a horrible been a sad day. Night. A very sad night. And I do honestly. I'm always anything that like tries to harm you. I'm like fuck that. So I know if it was ooh ooh. Listen, I love Hudson. I do, <sighs> but mm, that's a di- shit. <laughs> Okay, oh, yeah. I do remember a time where I was really mean when, like, breaking up with somebody. I was young as hell. I think, I well, I still counted, I guess, whatever. But it was, like, high school. And it was with the guy who, um, so he was being raised by two lesbians. Oh, two moms. Yeah, two That's moms. That's dope. And he wasn't hyper-masculine like I was used to at that time. You called this nigga a bitch, didn't you? Not. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't call him at it. I just told him, I was like, you're just Not. too feminine. Like, I just, you're crying and shit. And I would, I literally just got done fucking with a nigga that was like the neighborhood weed man. Oh, yeah. 
who always like had the guns and, and the walking pit around bulls with his pit bulls and, on the chain. Yeah, so like I literally went from that to like now you're over here crying and it's like what the fuck. That's how I felt going from a drug dealer <laughs> to going to to going when I was like teeter tottering back and forth between six year nigga and like am I just gonna be a hope these drug dealers down here? You know, oh my I was teeter tottering for some time. And then it really hit me because like he called me and he was being all emotional. And I was like, what? And then simultaneously, we're on the phone simultaneously. This nigga's like, oh, I'm outside. Come outside. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Straight got dressed. Oh my god. Put some god. hoops in. Put some hoops in. <laughs> and walk my ass outside. Oh my god. And yes, I want something out the stove. But yeah, I was <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong for that. I was I think years later I ended, I like apologized or whatever. Like he was sweet. If I if I guess if I wasn't toxic or if I knew better then like that could have that could have been a really great relationship, but yeah, I, I needed a. I need me your rough neck. Yes. <laughs> At the time, now I'm like, give me a regular, regular ass nigga, please. Okay, number eleven. We're all jaded as hell. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the last one. Okay. Trust is severely lacking in our dating culture. We're in the thick of a hip of a hook up, hook up culture that values sex more than love temporary fulfillment instead of lifelong commitment and lazy ass communication that gets lost in translation we're all so confused by our own past and with heaps of more stuff constantly being added to the pile we're all becoming more and more jaded than ever before we don't even trust that love exists anymore because they're all constantly met with disappointing dating as a millennial is like being in an apocalypse of love. It's pretty much, and it's pretty much rude. Oh my god, it's so true. It's so true. Everybody has baggage that they haven't dealt with when it comes to me and me, like talking to, like guys and gals, because we fucked up too. But like, everyone always has baggage from a past relationship, and like they always either want to. Then that baggage makes them either move extra fast or makes them move extra slow with the next person. Yeah. Which comes back to the other topic of, like, it being a healthy... Healthy pace. Yeah. If there wasn't any health or any healing, you're not going to move at a healthy pace. Yeah. Which is why... No one's really dealing with anything. Everybody's just kind of dropping whoever and picking up the next person yeah or, or still kind of holding on to the last person exactly. and still dealing with three other people or whatever like there's not any there's no full closure and no real healthy way of like dealing with whatever has happened before moving on to something else yeah it's just adding to the pile yeah. and then you end up single as fuck with a cat and it's like, how did I get here? You're you're crying over like five different people because you never really sat down and healed from either person. And yeah. now, and then you look at yourself as if something's wrong with you. And honestly, it is. Um, you need to, you, you have to feel those feelings. Like, that's something you taught me. You really taught me, like, you have to feel these feelings. Because I'm good for suppressing some shit. I was, when I was talking to my therapist, she was like, now what are your strengths? I was like, I can suppress the fuck out some shit she was like that's not a strength 
<laughs> We're gonna get you out of that. Oh, bitch. I miss her so much. I'm like, just cry. Just go yes, in your room. And honestly, I'm just now learning that that's like an okay thing. I embraced it. I, I mean, I remember um, I was staying with, you know, our aunt and uncle in Woodstock. And, they, and he, he was like, yeah, you just stay in your room a lot. I was just like, yeah, I'm in there crying. And he was like, okay, well, you know, it, it's, I was like, it's okay. I, I said, I, I was like, I have to feel everything. I have to go through this. Yes. So that I know better next time. I'm not going to be in this place again. Yes. I, I literally said that. I absolutely refuse to be as fucked up over a nigga as I was over breath. I refuse to ever go back to that. Especially when there was no, I mean, sure, commitment was involved because it was a relationship, but hell no. No. Unless there's commitment behind it, assets behind it, actual, like, unless we share shit, unless we get a fucking phone bill and it has both names. Oh my God, Until we have something that is actually something worth holding on to and something that's worth crying over. If you're not worth my tears, I'm not. I'm not. I hear you. I'm not. Mm-mm. If I don't, if you're not going to affect my life in, in five years, I'm not going to spend more than like this good five or ten minutes thinking about you at a time. Life and love is an ebb and flow. It comes and goes. My name's Tayana, and Tayana means evident tides. Really? Yes. I am the ocean. <laughs> And my middle name means the life in French. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yes, that concludes our main topic of why dating as a millennial with some, you know, Gen Z opinion perspective in there. See, I'm Gen Z, but I really like only date millennials and up, so. (laughs) Oh my God, okay. And up, daddy gonna be like, what? <laughs> what? Anyway, and up, like, what's and up? Like, oh my gosh, Listen, that's uh, my business. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> Let's get into what's going on at ATL. Shout out to all the strippers, yes, the strippers. Cannot forget about you, Atlanta shit. Hey, tell shit, this is where you come down for a couple days and you never go back home, nigga. Trust me. All right, so ain't shit going on in Atlanta still. Nope. Camp trying to have us out here dying and shit. Ain't shit going on. Niggas is listening to their black auntie Keisha. (laughs) You remember, um, she got that racist text message and I found out. You didn't see it? Hell no. I meant to bring it up last week when we were talking about the racism, so... Somebody, like, literally text her, um, just open up, just open back up Atlanta, nigger, nigger bitch. So, hold on, let me look it up. Hold on. First of all, why is it always nigger bitch? Nigger, just to get... Hold oh on. God. I'm about to look it up. Mayor, hold on. Atlanta. And that hard ER shit? Mm. Mayor. Even racist. if you make it a soft AH, you getting your ass whooped. What? Hey, age. You know, um, nigga. <laughs> nigga. So, 
what got on my nerves the most was um her daughter saw it oh Atlanta mayor racist text sad to me that in 2020 this is what we're still facing Hold on, let me see how old is her daughter she gotta be like under 10 like she's not It doesn't frighten me, but it saddened me that in 2020, this is what we're still facing in America. Bottom so MSNBC's Andrea Missile. With my daughter looking over my shoulder, I received this message on my phone. This, solar wireless this fucking ass, man. God damn. <laughs> um, with my daughter looking over my shoulder, I received this message on my phone. I pray for you. Bottoms tweeted Wednesday. How old is her daughter? It, she didn't say. Either but way. yeah, it says, um, nigger, just shut up and reopen Atlanta. And it's from reopen at georgia.gov. And apparently it's like an org that's like, they're probably like anti-vaxxers wanting, you know, fuck the quarantine, da-da-da-da, this is against our, our rights and blah, blah, blah. I blah. need my haircut. <laughs> I need my ten dollar haircut from Super Clips or whatever. Super, super cuts or whatever the fuck. <laughs> them fucked up haircuts. Oh my gosh. Niggas getting mullet. Sport Clips or whatever this shit is called. White people barbershops, bro. I don't know. You know, you know. I literally found a random barbershop one time. I was, I was in the hood. I knew everybody was gonna be good. Everybody can cut up in the hood. Picked a random barbershop. Bro got his haircut there. Shit looked fire. What? We was in a random hood in Atlanta. And I was like, they probably sell drugs out of there. That's where you need to go. That's the one. That's the one. And it's a fish spot next door. That's the one. <laughs> yep. Get you a plate while you waiting. A $8 fish plate. $8, you get two pieces of fish, some coleslaw, and um, and um. Hush puppies. <laughs> Bitch. What? Uh, I said, I need to come here more often. I love the hood. <laughs> Same. I don't want to live there. I'll gladly come and visit. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I'll gladly come and visit, but I'm not. I'm done living in hood. Yeah, I'm, I'm not living there. I'm hoods. still trying to manage the hood I'm in now. Fucking adulthood. This shit is bullshit. It's somewhat hood here. It's annoying. Um, Low key. Yeah. Low key. It was like nighttime and Mark and Wonder were here and they was like walking up to this random road that they thought was cool. And then this Asian lady came out and she was like, fuck is you doing? And I was like, hey, 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 hey. Hey dog, come on. Hey dog, chill out, y'all. Y'all niggas being stupid. So this because ain't, ain't shit going on in Atlanta right now, because a lot. Okay, so like they're Nothing. they're basically telling everybody like, hey, you can open up, but a lot of places are still like, nah, we not. Yes, bro. So good thing, cause like anybody coming anyway, so you might yeah. as well just save on electricity. Really, the <laughs> moment that like they were like, yeah, we reopening Planet Fitness was like, hey, we're not though. So. I just, <laughs> Sorry, you can just keep eating cake. Fine, it'll yeah. be fine. When we they open, you'll be fine. just sent the email like workouts you can do from home because we ain't yep. opening. Like, it's so funny. So, yeah, we're gonna recap insecure. Yay, yay. So, where the fuck was Condola? Right, where the fuck was she? Wait. So her and Lawrence had a little argument or whatever, which had nothing to do with Issa. At all. They're supposed to be like, you know, have this business, friendship, whatever the fuck. I get, 
I guess you could say that's the theme of this episode, like not mixing friendship and business. Friendship, yeah. Because yeah, like that's when that's the reason why everything in this episode kind of like fell up crumbled to me. But we're family. Or like, <laughs> and we have a business now. <laughs> Tiana, don't switch up, bro. No, there's a difference between this is something that we're doing together versus like this is my thing and then you come and help sometimes. Oh, yeah, like you know I'm the saying? steak, but you're the seasoning on top. <laughs> yeah, like there's a difference. Um, so it kind of so the episode kind of starts off with Issa is trying to like finalize some stuff, but she wants to still bounce some ideas off of Condola, mm-hmm. and she basically ghosted her like. I know you still around, you still work with my friend and shit, like, so what the fuck's going on? Like, come on. And she, like, calling her, texting her, nothing. Who knows what the hell, if if Lauren is still, like, fucking with her or not. I think that's what Lawrence was trying to tell her when it was, was, Yeah, but then everything was kind of, yeah, then everything was kind of falling apart. It was kind of like, Yeah. Schoolboy Q was like, I ain't finna even show up. <laughs> nah, cause <laughs> so okay, so yeah, Issa's um planning the the block party. I keep calling it the festival, the block party. I want to do, and block she party. had um she had Schoolboy Q doing it, booked them, they signed the contract, was paying, doing yeah, the all that shit, and he backed out. And you know she's trying to figure out what she's gonna do. Still trying to call Condola, she ain't picking up, she ain't responding, whatever. So then she's like, oh, yeah, Molly's boyfriend, I guess they're official. Yeah, yeah, they're official. Molly's boyfriend works for Live Nation. Let me ask Molly to ask her man, hook me up. And Molly was like, I'll see. Like, what? Uh." And I respect Molly's decision to not, um... To not act, to not mix the business with like her relationship. Her delivery was off. Yeah, she decided. It's always the delivery. How the she delivery decided to go about it was fucked up because she said, "Oh well, I'll think about it." If you know you're not going to do something, don't 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 do shit. Well, like I mean, that. maybe don't she did really like think that. about it, but I'm talking about afterwards. Like when she told her, "Like no, I didn't." Ask. She admitted that she didn't. She was like, mm, "Like no," she said. But but she didn't explain like this relationship is new. It's not really good to, like, mix whatever it is you have going on with what I have going on. Because if it doesn't work out, then it's going to cause a rift in what I'm trying to build with him over here. Like, she didn't really explain that. She just said, like, basically, in a nutshell, like, you should be raggedy, so I'm not finna, like... Because the reality is, if... What's, what's the what's the bull name? Lawrence. Asian Bay. Beijing. It's, this name is not Beijing! <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been calling him for seasons. I hate you. And that's exactly what I've been calling him for seasons. <laughs> it's Andrew. Andrew. Okay, so re- so reality is... Our Same ne- thing. Let's say Andrew <laughs> finds an artist or whatever. They hook him up, something, something. Shit doesn't work out. It looks bad on Andrew, and that's his job. And then it reflects badly on Live Nation. It reflects badly on Live Nation. It reflects badly on Andrew because he works for them. They could possibly like fire him. It's it's a the trickle down is just over one bad show. I don't know how that shit work. You'd be surprised. Depending on how much money's lost or whatever. I think it depends on just how raggedy the show is because niggas have bad shows all the time and then just go to the next city like ain't shit happen. 
<laughs> oh, Phoenix was crazy. But yeah, I mean, I'm just talking about like the business side of it. it. If if shit doesn't come out the way it's supposed to, it can make Andrew look bad, and that's his job. Yeah. So it's like. Because Molly's a professional and she kind of gets that, she's like, uh, I don't know if I want my man to risk his stable career for this, like, project that you just thought up of doing because you want to be a creative now or whatever. Like, outside looking in, that's what it looks like. I was going to say, honestly, so, hold up, because before you try and say all of that, she's been a creative bitch. <laughs> she's been a creative, and she's been planning this part, this block party for how long now? Six months, maybe? Oh, you don't plan something for six months for it to turn out like a bag of shit. It's falling apart. Um, it's just a headliner, which is the main thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it'll. I think she's gonna call Daniel. I think so too. I think she's gonna call Daniel. I'm totally because here. he's somewhat connected to like the local artists. He's written for them, producing them, da da da. So I feel like she's gonna call him at the last minute, like, "Hey, you trying to showcase some of your artists?" And that's gonna be like the how it's gonna work out. Like I honestly, I'm totally like, down to see another scene of her getting fucked in the studio. Hello. <laughs> I'm so down. He is fine. He is. Nathan ass pop back up via voicemail. I knew that. He, I knew that nigga was that gonna pop up. That skinny blue eyed noodle looking ass nigga. Noodle looking. I knew that nigga was gonna pop back um. up. I knew it. Fuck him. That's what them light skinned niggas do. Oh my god. <laughs> Niggas is running into you at the Walmart. That's not even... This ain't even nowhere in where you live. Just niggas that you don't want to hear from, uh, period. Always be trying to... Po- I had the block... What's his name? So, okay. The only reason why I was even somewhat, like, talking to him on Messenger and stuff was because um, he paid me to do his bio the other day. Like, you know, he was, it was business. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, if you want to... He want to help with a mass email. Like, cool, okay, let me know blah 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 whatever like i hope you out this nigga randomly and i don't i don't know if it was just the charlotte energy because i didn't even tell him i was in charlotte oh he he said she here <laughs> he smelled your ass i can't from a mile away this nigga is was, that the girl i heard the most <laughs> the most oh my god uh, is this the girl's life i like altered forever forever ever <laughs> oh my god so he he was like i miss you and i was like that's sweet like are you talking about something that's business like i don't care about this shit <laughs> so then he was like um well it's good and bad and i was like okay well i was like why good why bad and then like he sent me like a meme and he was like um this is what I miss most about you. And it was like a nigga with a beard because he got a, a big beard or whatever, eating the girl out. And I was just like, blocked. What the fuck are you doing? And when I was like, Kelvin about it, I was like, our anniversary on Tuesday, here come the devil. <laughs> okay. Here come the devil trying to tempt. And I was like, it wasn't even a real tempt. I, was, I told him, Kira, I was like, if this nigga think I'm finna risk what I know from experience is going to be some whack-ass dick and head. Oh. It ain't even good. Dude. It ain't even good. If it's going, if it's even going to work, let's be oh, real. Oh, oh, oh. For my healthy relationship. You said if it's going to work. Mm, just put the, mm, you loud. You loud. The nigga in the next room be taking knack 
and doing squats, okay? He be ready. That nigga ain't. Don't got time. Ain't gonna do it. Ain't gonna do it. He ain't even dangle a real carrot. You dangle some trash. It was like, I mean, you want this? Hell no. Get the fuck on. That's literally what Nathan was doing. You don't gotta call back. I'm not calling back. <laughs> I don't like when niggas that I don't fuck with call me, I don't answer, and now it's a voicemail left. That's why I just block you from the beginning. <laughs> because I don't have time for that shit. And that oh was this God. one nigga's specialty. Specialty. Let me not answer. Damn, well, I guess you busy. I mean, I know you out here doing your thing with the school and shit. I am. But you know who I do have time for? The nigga I'm talking to. The nigga I'm texting. Like, go away. The nigga's whose beard. I'm help growing. Oh, my. Tayana. Yes. Hello. Oh, Jesus. The way he. I gotta gotta chill. (laughs) Who? So, yeah, I. So, yeah, I I don't feel like Molly's wrong for. The principle of it isn't wrong. I feel like their communication this season has just been really bad. Yeah. So, I just feel like... Her communication with Beijing has been constantly getting... Andrew! Be, be, um, Andrew. Yeah, with Andrew yeah. has been constantly I getting better. I finally learned his name. I've been calling him Asian Bay, but I ain't calling him Beijing. He's so fucking me. I only thought that because of the... Honestly, remember when I was looking at the video and the guy had, like, the spray-on hairline? And he was like, oh, that's the Beijing. It is Beijing. Yeah, so I just, like, thought that that's what it made me think about. Oh, my God. Um, anyway, I, I'm not racist. Uh, <laughs> but see that and see that's what I'm saying. It feels like at, with Molly, it feels like all of her other relationships are like growing and blossoming. And then hers and with then Issa. with Issa's, it's like dying. But I was listening to the Getting Grown podcast sponsor us, and <laughs> I was listening to Getting Grown. And they were talking about how friendships. You have to, if you're not willing to grow and mature in the friendship, don't expect that other person to still be, to grow. Don't expect the other person who's grown and who's matured to still be okay with you still acting like we first met. Yeah. Like, a relationship and they grows. Both, they both kind of said that to, like, the other friends. Like, she's thinking I'm the old Molly, and she's thinking I'm the old Issa, and... They yeah. just need to sit down. Like, oh my... They were supposed to talk at pie time, It's but getting on my nerves. Like, when y'all gonna sit down and up. hash it out? Like, it's honestly, really getting on my nerves. Like, I'm really... I don't like it. when situations like this happen because, honestly, all it takes is communication. Yeah, like, all y'all gotta do is sit down over dinner. And, I mean, every time that they were supposed to Over sit, salsa and chips and y'all Every time that it. they were supposed to sit down and squash it, honestly, something happened on Issa's end. Because remember, they were going to talk about the shit or whatever when... At pie time. N- before that, they were supposed to talk and catch up at the um dinner. And then she was like, Condola can join us. And she was just like... Oh, yeah. And they could have talked like, about it then. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, there was, there's yeah, been that's several... When the signs, that's when the signs weren't as obvious that we're off. Yeah. That was in the beginning of them having, like, weird conversations. Ooh, my reflection scared the shit out of me just now in the, in the window because I did this. Bitch, ooh, I, I gotta take this face mask off. I can't. Jesus. I can't. I thought it was Pennywise. Tayon. Oh my God. Jesus. You know how I feel about clowns. It's your it's fault. A- it's your fault. It's not. It is. Bye. We're not gonna, we're not gonna grow. <laughs> Shut up. This. Oh my God. The first step. Goodbye, Tayon. Goodbye. <laughs> 
goodbye. See? I'm not dealing with this. Um, I never liked you. Shut up. <laughs> the story, every time you tell the story, it gets dramatized each time. Anyway, it insecure. Insecure. But, um... But, yeah, I just feel like each episode, there's an opportunity for them to, like... Talk. To really talk, and it just doesn't happen, and it just keeps getting... It's kind of like a um, an avalanche. Yeah. As they go, they're collecting more and more snow, and it's just like... Yeah. And uh, I feel like it's, it's going to really end bad. up with, like, a big, a big blowout. And then they're finally going to communicate, but they're not going to understand... But at that point, it's just going to be them, like, cussing each other out and and saying shit they don't need to say, and it's just going to be real bad. And honestly, when people say shit like, I can't hear you when you're yelling, you can, but I feel them, though. Because (laughs) it's like, you don't have to raise your voice at me. You don't have to get loud with me. You don't have to ever disrespect me. To communicate. We can literally just communicate and sit down and talk about shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) You ready to talk about... How's everything going with work? Get into the fucking Rona. Get the fucking Rona. So we got some info for y'all for our get into the money segment. So I signed up for um for one of the classes too, actually. So Harvard put it in your bio. Add it to your resume. <laughs> oh, I am shit. I'm paid for the, um I'm paying to get the certification. So um Harvard like online learning, they're doing like the free classes right now, but you just have to pay for the um if you want to do like the certification. And it's like a hundred bucks or whatever. Which I'm gonna write up on my taxes. So um they have a bunch of different courses. So here, let me see. I'm view all courses so i took the one I'm, i am taking the one i'm gonna start it tomorrow on um child abuse because you know that's that's the field i'm working in mm-hmm. but they have um there's some business ones nonprofit financial stewardship webinar introduction to accounting and financial statements um health and medicine um this one's four weeks long lessons from evola Preventing the next pandemic. There's a bunch of like um IT ones in here, like programming. That's dope. Yeah, introduction to computer science, web programming with program. Python and JavaScript. Hmm? I was wanted to learn how to program. Me learning how to like that shit look hard. Me learning how to like do my MySpace and like oh this song's gonna play when when you click on this and the background's gonna glimmer. I was like I am an IT master. Didn't tell me shit. My MySpace was popping. (laughs) Oh well, this one actually costs us thirty dollars, but it's a six week plan for healthy eating. Shit, that's worth thirty dollars. Definitely. What? Yeah, that's worth thirty dollars. So yeah, some of them are free. The classes, the classes themselves are free. If you want the the certificate, then you you know you got to pay the extra. But Uh but yeah, if you just want to learn some stuff, you know. Is there any like healthcare stuff on there? Um, back pain, finding solutions for your aching back, controlling your blood pressure. Oh my god, I need that one. Starting to exercise. <laughs> and that one. I feel like me exercising, like I was doing it on my own and I was slowly getting to a good pace and then I started working out with bruh and it was like, and this is what we do! And it was <laughs> like, oh. 
Is this the one I'm taking? Child protection, children's rights in theory and practice. I think that's the one I'm taking. Um, CS50 for lawyers. That one's free. It's 10 weeks long. Um, they got like some art ones in here. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of the computer science and like the health and medicine ones in here. Computer science for lawyers. Ooh, that one's $1,800. That ain't free. Ooh, shit. That is not free. Oh, and they have some English ones in here. It's a a class on Othello. I was like, oh my God, I want to take it. But I really need to do the the other class. So I'm like, I'll wait, but I want to take that class on Othello so bad. I ain't going to lie. That's like my, that's my favorite Shakespeare tragedy. I love Othello. (sighs) The more. Yep, here it goes. Shakespeare's Othello, the more. Explores our acts of storytelling in Shakespeare's Othello alongside world-class artists who interpret Othello's story in new form. <sighs> they got some music stuff on here. The health effects of climate change. That's a health and medicine one. Um, they should make Edgar Allan Poe poems into really dark like plays. Huh. To like Telltale Heart make that a play? Yes. Mm-hmm. That shit was wild. That would be dope. I remember reading a Telltale Heart in like eighth grade and being like, What? This is health and medicine, but it kinda goes with like the social work part too. Strengthening community health worker programs. Like, you know, the clinics and stuff like that. It's basically talking about the um, this education and teaching intro to introduction to family engagement education. Anyway, it's like several pages. I can go on forever about it. So yeah, um, we're gonna have the link to this in our show notes. So sign up for a free class. Why not? It's Why nothing not? but time anyway right now. Exactly. Nobody's back to work cause... and and I mean they got good stuff on here. If you just want to learn more about Shakespeare because you like reading or you want to take one of the art classes or whatever, like it doesn't have to be something that's like. I'm getting this certification. Like, it could just be something that you want to just, you know, just learn because it's something fun to learn about. It doesn't have to, you know, be so stringent. But how's work for you? Um, I don't like that. I be going through, I feel like I be going through the most shit at work. Oh. You know? Why do you feel like you go through the most shit at work? Because today I had a patient whose blood pressure was really high. It was like, it was what, 210 over 111. So, normally the protocol is like, oh, going to the hospital, buddy. <laughs> oh, because of everything that's going on. Yeah, and plus he yeah. refused it, even though we gave him um, two milligrams of clonidine. That's used to lower your blood pressure. Okay, I'm about to say, I don't know. I know, you're looking at me like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you don't know what the fuck <laughs> Like, I'm going about. with the conversation, but I don't know what the fuck <laughs> she's saying. <laughs> anyway, so the clonidine is, you give that to lower the blood pressure. His blood pressure didn't lower. And someone brought smoothies in like from tropical cafe whatever mm. and everyone's like come and take the picture i have a patient just because y'all motherfuckers ain't doing nothing don't mean i am i'm literally carrying medication in my hand the fuck you think i have time to sit here and take Some, a picture somebody got a word and smile you know why we're getting these for free because we're healthcare providers let me provide this healthcare. Stop trying to stop me so I can drink a smoothie. The smoothie gonna be there, okay? If this yeah. patient has a stroke, that their whole life is affected. Plus, he's old. It's a wrap. 
Okay, don't. Mm-mm. Get out of my face. I have things to do. Oh, my God. <sighs> so, <laughs> I am done with my last job. Woo! Woo! Because fuck them niggas. Fuck them so yeah, I was done with my reports and stuff, but there was like that some slap was loud. <laughs> that was a loud. But there was some admin stuff that I didn't have time to do because they like threw on some last minute reports and stuff, and I was just like, uh, yeah, well, I'm not getting paid for this anyway, so oh well. <laughs> it's like see you guys later. <laughs> Finger guns. Pew pew pew. <laughs> See you guys later. Um, forgot to turn in my keys, so I went in there today real quick to give them my um the key back. But I started my orientation for my new job today. Oh, that's so cool! How did it go? It went really good. Yay! Yeah, I was excited about it. So yeah, I got all of my paperwork, all that stuff turned in. There's a couple more trades I need to do that are paid still, so you know, good. Oh, excuse me. Um, it's late, y'all. So, yeah, I need, like, one or two more trainings, and then I'll be able to, like, fully do some work that I really want to do and, you know, all of that. So, this may be a, a chill catch-up week while I'm getting, like, acclimated, and then I'll be yeah. able to, to like, hit the ground running at the latest, like, Monday. Cool. Next Monday. So, yeah, I'm excited. That's great. Yes, I'm excited. Um... It's family and children first. That's the motto. So I just I just really like that. The goal is to reunite these kids with their families. So, you know, we're working with with everyone to make sure that the situation is going to be stable and healthy again so they can get their kids back. So I I like that part of it. You know, I don't I don't like the part where we have to snatch them up even though like when it gets to that point, it's valid. Like, I feel like there's this... That would have saved Gabriel Fernandez. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, well... I hate thinking about this situation because everyone involved didn't do what the fuck they Everyone fumbled the bag. Everyone. And Every... the bag is this boy's life. The only person who actually, like took initiative and wanted to do the right thing the was the teacher. Yeah. Everybody else was just like, I mean, he look okay. You know what the fuck he don't? He's missing teeth. He has scars all over his head. That entire situation just made me so uncomfortable. I can't. And it really just made, it made me appreciate the fact that when, the one time I had gotten a beat and I went to school and my teacher was like, Are you okay? And I was like, uh-huh. I just talked back, you know? <laughs> Oh my God! Smart mouth. <laughs> um, but it made me appreciate that she put that effort in in, in place of like, yeah, that, let me ask her and make sure that she is okay. Yeah, everybody involved in that just dropped the ball. Everybody. But you will not. Um, I will not. I am getting the proper training and do. I I promise to do my do my due diligence to make mm-hmm. sure that. Um, all of these things are being documented. Because I'm just a family support specialist. So I'm not like the actual case manager. We're just contracted through defects. Okay. So if I see something, you'll know about it. Now, whether if you decide to... Whatever you decide to do with the information is on you. But I'm not just going to act like I don't see what the fuck going on. Like, yeah. that's not going to happen. 
Um, but yeah, but we're working with the families to make sure that the situation is stable so that we can bring your kids. If the shit ain't, they're not coming. Yeah. So, and see, that's the thing too. So like, I feel like there's a stereotype with defects that like, if somebody calls them or they get a report or something that they're automatically going to come and like snatch the kids. There's a lot that has to happen before before they take the kids. Yeah. You got to be really doing some fucked up shit for a long time before they're like, all right, we just going to take them. That's why when my friend, when I was growing up, my friend was like, yeah, both of my siblings are in foster care. I was just thinking like, what are you doing? Like, how are you? How, and how are you so so okay and so fine? And Some then, of them just keep having kids. Like, it dawned on me that she's not okay and that she's not fine. And maybe yeah. that's why she's a mom at 16. And maybe that's why a lot of different things. Maybe that's why I couldn't come in their house. I know a time. couple girls that, like, they got their kids snatched and they just go and get pregnant again. And I think that's crazy. Yeah, they're like, well, I'll just keep this one and, like, yeah, I feel like if you're doing things like that, you're looking at your children not as if they're people and growing adult and and little tiny growing human beings, but more so just like like how you would want to like how you would want a purse. Oh gosh, and I can never ever 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 think of me like dealing with a person like that, even when Nate gets on my nerves. Ah, I wouldn't trade him in for the world. Yeah, that's my baby boy. He actually wanted to stay on the phone today. I was like, oh my god. Oh, I have an announcement, guys. So I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> so I got my official like student orientation thing, everything from my yes from Chattahoochee. I got accepted into the health science program, and I'm gonna be a nurse, and I'm gonna be a hey. damn fine one. Okay. Hey. What? Hey. And I'm fucking hyped. I was like, I already memorized my student ID number. That's how excited Aww. I am. <laughs> so I'm excited. excited for you. <laughs> hey, mommy and daddy, you should buy me a new laptop. So, because we know she finna be in school, you know what that means. Donations. Donations. Gifts. Gifts. Tayana need money for school. Period. Okay. <laughs> Period, Pooh. She gonna need books, a new laptop, Child, all that, all that, and a bag of chips because I'm gonna be hungry. Please, donations, donations, <laughs> gifts, gifts, please, and even if more gifts. <laughs> <laughs> Just in celebration of me becoming a nurse. Like, maybe when we get close to the time, you can do like an Amazon wish list and we can like put that in there for like school supply stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna get Get her school supplies. First of all, if anybody has a book bag, please. I love a good book bag. Okay. You can put the, uh, start it now. You can put a, um, a book bag and stuff on there. I want to make some book. books and oh, shit. I'm going to tell him I want a book bag. He'll probably get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Isn't he starting up school too? Um, I believe so. Aww. I think so. But yes. Donations. Donations. <laughs> gifts. 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 Gift. Gifts. 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 I need the gifts. 
Why? Because we're poor, okay? Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Other ways you can support us. <laughs> That are non-monetary. You can tell everyone about our podcast. You can subscribe, like, follow, all that good stuff. You can give us a rating um, on Apple Podcasts. You sound so Stitcher. excited to say these things. You can give us a rating. I'm, I'm trying to remember like where all you can um, you can do the ratings. Because like, you can't do them everywhere. Like Spotify doesn't do the ratings. Yeah. Stuff like that. So um, every time I move my face, the mask crumbles and it's getting on my nerves. It's just messy now. As soon as we leave this, I gotta get ready for tomorrow and be up all night. Um, shut up. <laughs> shut up. More importantly, tomorrow is my best friend's birthday. <laughs> my anniversary is definitely more important. <laughs> shut the fuck up. But um, the coming of age. <laughs> But yes, support us. Engage with us. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. And please talk to us. We really, I would really love to interact. Yeah, like comment on the YouTube. Yes. Um, I would fucking love to interact with you guys. That is so cool. What? Leave us a voice message. The link to that will be in the show notes as well. Send us an email. Malinzi at G... It's, it's just Malinzi, right? Yeah. Malinzi at gmail.com. Yeah. It's just Malinzi. That will also be in the show notes. So, yeah, just, you know, just interact with us. Make us feel like we're not just talking to each, <laughs> each other. other. We're also talking to you. So, yeah. Talk to y'all next week. I'm going to leave y'all with a question, actually. Is a runner's high a real thing? Because I swear, all I do is get tired. I don't think... Is that real? I heard when you run for a long time, it makes you have to shit really bad. Like, I heard about that, like, runner's stomach or... Bruh, have you ever done jumping jacks? Jumping jacks make me gassy. Is that supposed to happen? Oh, my God. I don't think that's supposed to happen. Uh, Maybe we can do, like, a health... (laughs) episode or something damn now i gotta show my expertise (laughs) uh yes beach you know the crazy thing is i am really fucking smart and then i read on the podcast and it's like did she just stumble over the word there and it's like i did i did (laughs) because you're a human being bye you guys bye